Welcome to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast for anyone looking to stop letting life get in the way and start crushing bold goals. I'm your host, Sarah Mayer, and I'm thrilled to navigate this journey with you because it's time to start boldly achieving without working double time. So let's dive in. Hello, Bold Goal Crushers. Today, it's one of my favorite episodes because we are talking about a book, the book She Builds by Jada Selner. If you haven't read it, don't worry because we are going to talk about it. And I hope you do join us on our monthly live Zoom book call calls. Love to have you. If you haven't joined the book club yet, you can feel free to join at sarahmayer.com slash join book club. And once you join, it'll take you to the website where you can sign up for the live discussions. Every month I do give away a free book. Make sure you join. Can't wait to see you there. This book is the anti-hustle guide to growing your business and to nourish your life. And for those of you who don't know, I am anti-hustle culture. We love to crush our goals and everything that gets in the way because it's truly about living life and not checking email on your to-do list. This could not be a more perfect book for this season, especially as we get into the hustle and bustle of the holiday season and then the beginning of the year, which is a natural line in the sand where people start to really focus on their goals and build up the momentum for the year. So this is a great book to read at this time. So let's talk first about the hustle culture. What is it? Are you contributing to it? And how does this book help you combat that? And I think that many times the word hustle gets a bad rap, but hustle culture really is a common workplace and personal environment that emphasizes hard working and long hours as being the key to success. And it became recently popular to talk about with many companies encouraging employees to put in extra effort and work more hours for better results post-COVID to really get back to what they feel was happening before COVID. I love that in this book, she talks about how the idea of the hustle culture sometimes is really promoted by men. She talks about how Mark Cuban talks about how he hasn't, didn't take vacation for so many years and how Elon Musk believes that you should work more and more every day. And how that doesn't really work for women. And I would actually argue it doesn't really work for men either. There are seasons and things that you can go through and you can have the ability to architect your own life. So one of the things that she talks about in this book is really simplifying your life and architecting your future. Because if you don't, the likelihood that you will burn out, you cannot hustle all the time, and the likelihood that you will burn out is high. So she talks about this from the perspective of a business owner or an entrepreneur, but there are many parallels to the working person who's working for a corporation or even someone who's staying at home with their children. 
So one of the first things she talks about is that anything that compromises your health and your relationships simply is not sustainable. You won't be able to sustain that over time. And she has this idea of the integrated life. And the integrated life is a life about creating harmony among your health, wealth, and relationships and bringing your whole self, each part, no matter how much of attention it's getting together. And I love this idea of an integrated life because it means that you can shift it up. So she she says that you can upshift and downshift according to your priorities in every any given moment. And when she looks at the integrated life, it's health, wealth, and connection in a little Venn diagram there. And she talks about seasons. And I love the idea of seasons because she asks, what season are you in? Are you in a season of trade-offs? Are you in a season of building? Are you in a season of healing? What are your seasons? And then you can create what she calls an enough number. So that is the enough number is what you need to make in order to have enough. Because many times we're trading our time and our passions for money. So the enough number is the fixed personal expenses plus the variable personal expenses plus investments plus taxes. So as you navigate different seasons of life, you may have different enough numbers for your personal and business goals. So she realized that her enough number was, or Michelle is the example in here, her enough number was 150000 and Basically, when she mapped that out, she was able to create a revenue map to that. And what she realized was that she didn't need to keep hustling because she was able to achieve her enough number when it was broken down. She also talks about the different ways that you can evaluate whether you are creating your future vision. And the first one is emotional. How do you want to feel physical? What do you, what experiences do you enjoy? Intellectual. What do you want to learn? And spiritual. How do you want to serve? And that's how you can imagine and create your next level vision. So you jot down your responses to those questions and your next level vision can be charted out in a little graph with an X. So you put Feel at the top, enjoy to the right, learn at the bottom, serve to the bottom, draw a little two lines across there and outline how you want to feel. And when you're architecting your future vision, a great question to ask that Tony Robbins asks is if you can have anything in the world, what would it be? If you can have anything in the world, what would it be? And when you write that down, you can write your future vision in a format. She suggests this format, your home life, your wellness, your relationships, your company or work, and your contribution. So what are you contributing to society? So the first step in really building your life is to create your future vision. 
and to then gather your support squad. So maybe it's peers, colleagues, mentors, friends, coaches, whoever, who will cheer you on and help you through this process of building your ideal life. Now, once you do take the process, do the process of architecting your vision, it's time to optimize. That's really leading, creating your vision, getting your squad. But optimization comes next. And so that's about thinking about how to reclaim your time and energy, how to build your dream team, and how to streamline your business. So she goes through several tips, and one of the things always comes down to workflow and how you're working. So the first step in reclaiming your time and energy is to do a weekly time log to really figure out where you're spending your time and energy and where that is going, and then where do you want to be spending your time and energy. She also suggests an energy audit. So Coming up with the activities, like maybe it's morning ritual, cooking, co-work with a friend, and what energizing, what that's bringing to the table. Is it energizing, draining, or neutral? And then maybe putting some notes there, like checking email, maybe draining, and really thinking about your energy audit. Now, we all have stuff that we have to do that we don't like, like email, maybe one of them. But if we know that's draining, bookmarking that with something that's energizing or limiting the amount of time we do that is an effective way to really design your life. One of the other things is clarifying our capacity. Our capacity is the time we truly have to work with and maintaining that will help us avoid burnout. She puts together a really cool idea of designing your weekly workflow, and she has a plan for each of the days, themes, and activities based on those days. So I love her themes. If you haven't checked out her themes, it's on page 113. One is Momentum and Money Mondays. So she kickstarts the week with a team meeting on Monday. She identifies priorities, and then she works on projects that bring in money for the business. Love that. Talkie Tuesdays is the next one. So this is when she batches all her calls on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And if they're scheduling a call, they need to schedule it on Tuesday or Thursday. And she even has times, 10 and 1. This includes coaching calls, podcast interviews, Anything that has to do with talking happens on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Wednesday, I love this. This is about the nice thing she says about batching her calls is that leaves Wednesdays open for what she calls deep work. And I think that's really cool because so many times we talk about things and we have ideas, but we don't block off the time to actually work on them. Do you have a passion for impacting the community? Have you ever served on a nonprofit board or considered serving on a board? Or maybe you've even thought about founding your own nonprofit? Well, exciting news. My team has launched 
an entire new brand, Impact Unleashed, to work specifically with nonprofit donors, founders, board members, or anyone looking to make an impact in the community. Check out my new podcast, Impact Unleashed, the nonprofit edition. I'll see you over there. Win Wednesdays is wins Wednesdays is how she ends up moving the needle in her business. Then she has talky Thursdays because only meetings on Tuesday, Thursday. And then she has free, free flow Fridays. I think it's so important when we talk about habits and being consistent. A lot of people are very creative and have to tap on their creative energies and juices. And they're scared to structure their schedule because they're afraid that they will lose that creativity. So I love free flow Fridays. You can even put that into your calendar. Dealer's Choice Fridays are open for flexibility and fun and sometimes focus. She wraps up projects on that day. She maybe have a date night. She may watch a movie, those type of things. And then she says Saturdays and Sundays are less structured. And that allows her to stay on track. And you can change this workflow. So it doesn't have to be like that all the time. I know when I worked in a corporate environment, I tried really hard Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday to get all of my action items done. So Thursday, I can make all those connections and Friday, I can wrap things up. So it's up to you to create what that looks like. And I also love her idea of setting up bodyguard emails that bodyguard your calendar. And we often write the same emails over and over, but setting up these emails of how you're going to respond to someone who's asking you to do something that you can't do, which my suggestion is always, do you know who would be great at that? Let me connect you. It's a great way to give an opportunity to someone else and help someone out. She suggests an out-of-office reply on a regular basis, creating a now page on your website. And I love this idea. This is a section of your website that you update regularly, maybe like a blog in that format, about what the priorities are right now, what you're working on, connection, mentorship, creating, events, traveling, podcasts. And you can put that in your out-of-office reply. You can put that in the bottom of your signature. So people know what you're working on, and maybe they're just curious. She also talks about designing your dream team, which I won't go into a lot of depth because some of you are just starting out. You work by yourself. But one of the things that happens is that there are these five S's of sustainable growth. So share, sell, serve, systemize, and sustain. And you really need to think about who you're bringing on your team and what they bring to the table. Are they sharing? Are they selling? Are they serving? Are they helping you do that? And job descriptions as important. <laughs> so she does talk about mapping out customer journeys if you do have your own business. And I think it's so important to think about what your customer journey is and how you're going about it. So the core customer journey is what is the customer? How are you attracting them? And how are you moving forward? She suggests a couple of things about FAQ documents. I have a lot of notes on this one. But one of the things right, 
right now is to determine the five S's. And that's really what needs priority now. So if you're in share mode, you need to strengthen business development opportunities. You need to create new content and establish presence on your platform. If you're in sell mode, you need to generate more revenue, build out promotional materials, or create a new offer. You are in serve mode if you need to create a better customer experience and improve the product fulfillment process. And you are in systemized mode if you need to focus your team, operations, and process behind the scenes. And you are in sustain mode because sustainability is at the heart of building with love. So you are always in that mode. So that's the foundation of streamlining your business as you build a business that does not require you to hustle all the time. So we talked about leading. This is architecting your future vision. We talked about optimizing, reclaiming time and energy, building your dream team and streamlining your business or work. Now let's talk about visualization. Visualize. She builds with focus, she says, and I love that. Without leaps of imagination or dreaming, we lose the excitement of possibilities. Dreaming, after all, is a form of planning. Gloria Steinman. Love that quote. So let's talk about how do you plan quarterly? And you can do this in your business, in your personal life, in your work life. The first one is setting your intention. So review your big picture vision, connect to your why and define your desired outcome for the quarter, celebrate your wins, take a step back and acknowledge your progress, fill your dream bank, unleash the ideas swirling around in your head and give them a home to paper to free up mental space or put them on your Asana board if you love to track electronically. Determine your capacity. Identify how much time, energy, and resources you have to work on growing your business over time. And choose your VIPs, your very important projects. Prioritize which of your dream bank ideas you will turn into VIPs that you will pursue over the next three months. So this is about creating a three-month sprint. If you haven't read the book 12-week year, this is a great time to think about that. But when you think about a quarterly plan, she uses a circle, as you can see here, kind of, there you go. She uses a circle January through March, April through June, July through September, we're coming up on the end of a quarter, and October through December, and really deciding what are those three things, those very important projects in each of those quarters that you are going to work on. You don't need to do this for the whole year. You can start off in January. You can start off in September, whatever. But it's about really outlining those, those priorities. And then once you have set that plan, it's about renew, reviewing, reflecting, and realigning. So many times this plan is going to change and things are going to change as you work over time. But the quarterly plan allows you to truly craft your future vision. So next, let's talk about expanding. And you may be thinking, whoa, wait, we're expanding? We're talking about cutting back and not being on the hustle culture. But we do need to expand. 
And that's really how you lead, optimize, and visualize your solid foundation and build on it. So even though you've learned the skill of running on empty, now's the time to learn the art of breathing deep all over again. That's a quote from Morgan Harper Nichols. First, let's rethink when we're talking about expanding. This is allowing ourselves to truly celebrate ourselves, listening to our bodies, and then creating the opportunity for us to be able to replicate or move into the next quarter. So the first concept is really embracing your pace. So you will be lost and unlost over and over again. Relax, love, you were meant to be this glorious epic story. Naira Weehead said that quote. So there are three decisions that you can make at any time to run your business. You can either pause, push, or pivot. It also works in your home life and also works in your career. Pause. When something unexpected in life comes up, you must slow down or halt your business while something important takes center stage. And that's okay. Push. When a project or initiative in your business needs an extra level of effort, focus and energy to get to the finish line. Or pivot. When you need to find the courage to change directions because you recognize that a shift is necessary or when you realize something is no longer working. And this is how we expand. It's okay to pause. It's okay to push. And it's okay to pivot. But when you do that, purposefully and intentionally, then you are able to deepen your roots and truly build your future vision, the life you were meant to dream, be in without being in the hustle culture. This book has some great tactics, worksheets, different things that you can use to design your life. And she leaves us with a, a short poem, which I will read. For the builders, this is for the builders, the bold ones who speak their dreams out loud and continue to face failure. This is for the difference makers and the imperfect action takers. This is for the visionary rule breakers, the wild ones who dream a better world and believe in something greater. This is for the movement starters and the trailblazers. This is for the daring creators, the resilient ones who pave their own path and life's and trust life's flow. This is for the answer seekers and truth seekers. This is for the courageous leaders, the brave ones who won't give up and surrender when it's time to let go. This is for the movers and the shakers. This is for the freedom chasers, the unapologetic ones who are unshakable and have nothing to prove because they are enough. This is for the builders who win with love. Great book. It's time to build the life business, career, and family that you have dreamed of. So let's get to it, bold goal crushers. Don't hesitate because you can trust, crush your goals and everything that gets in the way. So let's get to it. Thank you for tuning in to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast where we crush goals and everything that gets in the way. I always love to support my community. I look forward to seeing you crush your goals this year.